and welcome to the Mission City Podcast. We have been in a series on relationships. We've talked through singleness, dating, marriage, and today we wanted to discuss parenting. What does the relationship with your kids look like? How does your relationship with your spouse play into your parenting? And how does parenting shift over the years? There's a lot covered today, so I'm going to hand it over to Dave and Chuck. Chuck and Benny, good morning, fellas. Good morning. Is it a good morning? It is a great morning. It's great to be alive. Like, I'm drinking my coffee and my well, my new <clears throat> Harley Davidson uh, tumbler. Somebody oh, nice got one. me for my birthday a few weeks ago. Yeah. Happy birthday, Dave. Happy belated birthday. Well, thank you. What are you, you 60? You know, almost, almost. Seriously, happy birthday. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it was, it was, Seriously said happy birthday. It that was, was awesome. What was, the reason I'll tell you what, though, the Texas Rangers got me the greatest birthday present well, of all time. See, Benny, that is you know what I was going to bring up is that... Siri also says happy Siri, birthday online. Siri's talking. Do we want to start this over? I guess so. Just roll it. Let's just roll it. Well, the thing is, is I was going to say, is it a good morning? When this show, when this airs... The Diamondbacks and the Rangers will probably be already, mm. maybe even done. It'll be done because these are two <clears throat> weeks in the hole now. Right. More. Two weeks in the hole means it's but two it, weeks. It, it'll still be syndication. T- it'll still be <laughs> two weeks of my mourning of the Astros' loss. Mm. There's a new sheriff in town. His name is El Bombe. <laughs> well, El Bombe is that the guy that Rod? What's his name? The Garcia. Garcia that hit like seventeen home runs in the postseason. <laughs> God, he? You know they said that Jordan was the most feared hitter, and I, man, that whole series. Every time that dude walked up, I was like, "This is gonna. This is not gonna be good." And then he struck out like four times in a row in Game Seven. I'm thinking, you know, or Game, game six. six. And then he um, hit the grand. And slam. then he hits this. Um, Slam the the salami the salami, grand salami. Yeah, yeah. What was a great series though? It was it was uh, was it? <laughs> you know, I mean, was it was it up now? and down. Never, it was, yeah, it was a, it was just a crazy series. No, it but, was. Uh, how do you how do you lose every game at home? That's what I don't know. Well, right? I could the Astros struggled at home all season. The Rangers didn't. I don't know what their deal was. I hope that changes in the World Series because they got home field for World Series. Do they? Because mm-hmm. okay. they have the advantage over. They actually would have even been home against Philadelphia because. They beat Philadelphia. They swept Philadelphia at the beginning of the year. I'm sure there's some Philadelphia fans watching, but I'm not displeased that it's not Philadelphia. Because of Bryce Harper? I mean, (laughs) I'm impressed by his ability, but as a a player, I mean, he's not my favorite. Actually, the only player I like on that whole team is Trey Turner. I think he's a good player. I think he plays with a – I think he's a believer, too. I think he plays with a certain way that – did he you, you admire the I way? I think he's a believer. I, I, don't, I don't know, but he plays a certain way that you go, I admire the way he plays. He doesn't showboat. Yeah. He runs hard. He plays hard. He's got great skill. Um, so that's the only guy. Diamondbacks, however, I love the way they play. They run bases. Mm-hmm. They, they I know this is not a baseball podcast. It but is today. <laughs> suddenly sports. <laughs> poor, you, poor Benny. He's like, yeah, is that I'm the like, one where they hold yeah, a stick? They hold a stick uh, in, this one's in front the diamond of a diamond one? or something? The diamond. They yeah, they play home. on a diamond. Oh, wow. And they go home. <laughs> oh, they, uh, their goal is to get home. I do that too. That's fun. <laughs> you have diamonds or you go home? I have a theory why, <laughs> I have a th- I have a theory why you don't, they don't win at home. Because they like to be hated? Because when they're at home, they have to deal, the, those players oftentimes have to deal, they, they become 
I know this sounds bad. It's going to sound bad, but they come home and they're dealing. They're now their fathers and their husbands, and so it's not like they get to come home and just take it easy. They 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 probably have parental opportunity, parental yeah. duties, and taking care of kids. Yeah, and they have all their responsibilities. I'm not, you know. I think that's a good thing. Of course, thing. when you're making $100 million, you can hire people to do whatever you need them I to guess. do. I right? <laughs> Not if you're a good father. <laughs> right. Might, might affect your baseball play, which clearly it did for the Astros and the Rangers. Well, you season. can come up with whatever excuse you want. It, just, <laughs> the better team won. <laughs> yes, I know, man. They won. The they Lord's won. team won. The Lord's <laughs> team. Goodness gracious. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. But yeah. it was a great series, and it's just a great week. And I've been really excited about this series of podcasts. Oh, yeah. You know, we've been talking about relationships. We talked about singleness and dating. And then uh, the podcast that comes out this 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 next week will be uh, our, we'll have two married couples that you guys will get to see that's a, that's an exciting thing you know yeah. i thought that I love was a fun what thing joe and kay had to say and of course morgan and lane newly married just the wisdom that they already have um and how they pursued the the dating life and then pursue they're pursuing in marriage has been it kind of gives you hope for a younger married generation doesn't yeah. it so well that's it one of the things you know um here at our central location, the central church, we have several, you know, within been married within the last year or so. Three of our staff people, our, our kids, Minister Blake and Molly, you know, they celebrated a, a year not too long ago. Daniel, uh, Kyler, and, and his wife Sarah celebrated, and then Morgan and Lane just got married. And so um, it gives me a lot of hope. And, and one of the things I, you know, in my morning quiet time I'm praying for is that their their marriage has become a me- measuring stick for others, yep. you know, and for the student ministry team and the kids, you know, they get to see that godly example because we get a lot of students that come from broken places. Mm-hmm. And so it's great that we have such a solid student ministry, mm-hmm. a solid kids ministry at, at all of our locations, yeah. uh, all of our churches that um, get to see that example because it's important because that's what we're kind of talking about today is is parenting and yeah. relationships and things. Everything's fun and games until nine months after conception, and then they the doctor hands you a baby. What and now? There's, and there's no instructions attached. You know, it's like you open it, you know. Where's the manual? Yeah, where's the manual on this? Like, I, I remember the first time they put Haley in in my hands when she was a newborn, and I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to mess this up. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel the weight of that as a new parent. Um, well, especially and, at that stage, because they can't do anything for themselves. Yeah, you're <laughs> totally, they're totally dependent on you. And then they grow up, and they become... Tasmanian devils. Uh, here's how I was blessed. I was blessed by <clears throat> my mother-in-law, who's a very godly woman, led my my wife to Christ. Um, she watches our podcast from Canada all the time. But uh, she hey. stayed. Hey, Becky. She stayed uh, from with Canada. Us. Eh? She eh, did, I, did I say uh, she's Louisiana girl, but she <laughs> came and stayed. She wasn't in Canada yet, but she came and stayed with us uh, for like a week, ten days, two weeks. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and so that feeling coming home from the hospital um, of what now was was a little bit better because you know we had you know grandma there, and so that was that was a blessing for us. Absorbed but, by some experience, uh, yeah. You know, it was it was just very helpful to also have that time where um, my wife you know needed to sleep and the rest from 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 going through everything, and so so they're um, not like puppies. You don't pick them up by the no. I tried skin and, got, and carry. Got, I got you screamed at. Yeah, yeah. 
I got screamed out a lot. But uh, you know, you and I are kind of at two different places. You, you, both your kids are now married and have jobs. And they have survived from us. college. That's and, amazing. And uh, yes. great kids, uh, both <clears throat> serving the Lord, and, and you know, your daughter working for uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and your son's a coach, and and uh, taking that wisdom that you've given him, not just about coaching, but about uh, you discipled him well, yes. and he's doing yeah. that. And I know you're proud. And then yes, I've am. got a senior in high school. My daughter's a senior, and then my son is a sophomore, and he just, you know, started working and, and things like that. And so it's we're at different places, but uh, wow, it's a ride, isn't it? It is a and ride. how fast and does it go? I mean... I blink twice, and they're, like, in school. Then you blink again, and they're graduating, and mm. and they're, do, they're off doing their things, and, you know, and you want to support them in their things, and you want to guide them in their things. And it's interesting to watch the progression of how you parent from when they're newborns all the way up to well mine are all both of mine are out of the house they're grown they're married one has a one has a baby of her own that's right you're a grandfather Lincoln I'm a, I'm a grandfather which I know I know you can't tell but uh, <laughs> I thought you were a great grandpa what are you talking about uh, but, Great grandpas can't pull that shirt off, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> I think there's bees flying around, you know? <laughs> Lots of compliments on that today. But anyway, just the progression on how you parent. You know, we're in a stage where we've gone from I do everything for them to now I am, I'm a mentor, I'm a friend. Sounding board? I'm a sounding board. Matter of fact, Haley called me. Yesterday, and she's struggling with something in her ministry at work, and it's like, "Hey, I just need to, I need to bounce something off of you. I've got to." She's ultimately responsible for it. She's got to handle it. Dad can't come in this morning and fix it, right? But she's like, "Hey, I just need, I need some advice, you know, because you've been in this world and you know how to do this." And so it's become very mentor. Derek and I talk daily about teaching and coaching. Because he just wants to soak that up, soak right. that up, you know, so it's, you much. You know, it's, it's great because you obviously built such a good relationship with him that he can call you. Mm-hmm. You know, not just because you were also a teacher and a coach, just because you no. mentored him and discipled him. Yeah, he trusts. He trusts that what I'm the where I'm guiding him is in a good place. And <clears throat> Cheryl and I prayed over our kids um, so much when they were little. Yeah. And it's that that doesn't mean they had perfect lives. I mean, they did not, and doesn't mean we always did it well. Um, but seeing the fruits of of how God protected, right. grew them, shaped them through through Cheryl and I um, has been. Um, it, this has been a fun part of our lives. I bet you know it's that. it's you know you said something really really important. And it made me think back. And, and again, I don't want to leave this impression that I've done this all the time perfectly or anything mm. because I've messed up a lot of times and only by the grace of God yeah. have, have we survived or anything. But the foundation that we said is we started praying uh, before they were ever born, praying for their salvation, praying for their future spouses, praying for, you know, that we would be mm-hmm. the right kind of parents. But when we came home from the hospital, um, one of the cool things that God allowed me to do was I'm, I'm not, I don't sleep a whole lot. And so I'm up middle of the night a lot of times. And so I did the middle of the night feeding. And um, that was sort of my time of bonding and praying over my both of my kids when they didn't even know 
you know, they just knew somebody was sticking something in their mouth and feeding them, you know. <laughs> yeah. and, and But that gave me that time. And I think that's where the intimacy was actually created within the first few days, you know. I mean, just having that time where I got to pray with them and, and pray for them and, and over them. And that started for us, you know, sort mm-hmm. of that, that foundation. And Ashley got to sleep, you know, through the night or whatever. And then she got up with them in the morning and we took turns or whatnot. And then there was times, obviously, we held our child together and prayed. But we started very, very early on right. just praying that they would continue to develop mentally, physically, emotionally, and one day spiritually. We prayed that they would come to know Jesus at the early earliest dates possible. And we just had a baby dedication at both of our locations a yeah. couple weeks ago. And it was really cool to see parents and uh, extended family. Uh, extended family. And we you know, we had a couple people, because we get so many military families or people that are transplants, they come down here and they don't have any family here, but they're in a life group. And so a couple of ours had life groups yeah. there in lieu of, of family because it was sort of a, a we kind of did it quick whenever we announced it or whatever, but it was just a sweet time. And that's what I would encourage those of you that are watching and you're thinking about having children, start praying now, even before, um, you know, you, you, you know that you're going to have, just start praying, Lord, when that time comes, just, just help me to be a godly parent and, and raise them up and begin that because it's sort of like what we talked about with dating. Even before you started dating somebody, start praying for that individual and it's already a habit by the time God brings them around. Well, <clears throat> I don't know if uh, you, you brought up dating, and I think it's important for us as parents to to step into that world. Um, okay, I don't know if Caleb's dating yet. If you if you if you announce that, it's you're going to totally embarrass him. So, no, no, no. He so, so we we have pretty, we're pretty strict about yeah. about our rules are are uh, you know he can go out in a group or if if there's um, a young lady that that he's interested. He can bring her over for dinner, or we can go out to eat, or something like that. When they went to homecoming last year, um, we drove them, and and when they went into the restaurant to eat, we were at the rim, and we were outside at the. I mean, it wasn't like I was looking in the window or anything. I, was, I wasn't doing that, but uh, we feel like just yep. but at their age it's and binoculars. everything. Yeah, the binoculars <laughs> cross your. I hired a private investigator, <laughs> little trackers and whatnot. I had a fake. I had a fake mustache. <laughs> Or for me, it was a fake skin. It wasn't mustache. It was just skin. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, so we're we're pretty strict when it comes to that. Um, you know, our older daughter Hannah, uh, even though she's a senior, she hasn't begun that. She she uh, you know she has autism and stuff, and and she's high functioning and everything, but she hasn't got to that. But but Caleb knows that. Hey, you go out in a group. Um, we want to meet the parents. I went over and talked to the parents and. And, and you know, let them know, hey, I'm going to be there. We've raised our son at, at church. We didn't just raise him up in church. We've raised him up in Christ. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so we've been, you know, extremely cautious. Because my dad was, I can't yeah. even tell you what my dad's advice for me was when I was so inappropriate oh, yeah, before well, I started dating. Because my dad wasn't a believer until mm-hmm. after I went into the ministry. And so I didn't really have you would that. Have to, we'd have to go to, like, those colored lines if I told you my dad's advice. <laughs> and, be like, and it'd be like, and then you'd come back and be somebody else sitting here and be like, what happened? And it'd be like, yeah, Chuck is no longer with the uh, church at Mississippi. My dad's advice was, yeah, yeah, mine was, mine was, you know, it was, <laughs> Bad. it was worldly. 
uh, it was caring, but not from a biblical perspective. My dad loved mm. me. Don't get me wrong, but oh, yeah, the, it's just too. the quality of love was sure. different because he wasn't in Christ, and yeah. so it wasn't about honoring God. Yeah. It wasn't about honoring, certainly not honoring her or, or anything like mm. that. But that's one of the things that very early on we started. To, I took my daughter out on dates, and I opened the car door for yeah. her, and I opened the the other door, and I explained to her how she should be treated when yeah, she starts dating a, a young man. We had those conversations very early on. Same thing with my son. We we taught this is what you do. You open the door and and also too, it's a reflection of how he sees me treat his mother. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I want to make sure I respect her and and I remember a couple times he, you know, might have gotten a little saucy and I was like, Hey, you don't ever talk to my wife. You might be my boy, but that's my wife. You don't ever, you know, yeah. kind of a deal. And I want mm-hmm. him to have that same love and respect for the woman that God has for him. And right. so we, we made some mistakes in that arena uh, with dating. I mean, it, it didn't. Uh, I'm I'm thankful <laughs> that none of it ever came up and bit us. You know, it could very well could have. You know, yeah. and we, but we made some mistakes um, um, in not um, covering that. A lot of those bases, and uh, I'm I'm just thankful that God God protected. One Haley Haley suffered from a coach's uh, father's a coach syndrome, which a lot of the guys would not date her because they didn't want to get in trouble because I was their coach probably yeah. you know. And one of them actually, I'd, actually I admired one of them because he he asked her out, and I was like, do you? You know, you know who that they like. You know whose dad that is. And they're like, yeah, that's Coach Foster's daughter. And they go, he'll kill you. <laughs> he'll kill you. And uh, and he was great. And and their their dates were not, you know, they were pretty much at our house or, um, you know, very short periods somewhere. Um, and and of course there was the whole conversation like, if something happens to her. You're gonna I'm die. not afraid to go back to jail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that's you know. what I that's what I say too. I'm like, you know, I'm a pastor, right? Who do you think they're gonna believe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And you know, I wasn't always a pastor, and so yeah. there's a little bit of from the you know they can Derek, creep in. You know? Yeah, Derek. Derek was uh, a little more. Uh, he he just wanted to be more with the dudes and hang out with guys mm. and hang out with his teammates and. Um, he was less interested in dating. He had a girlfriend for a little while, um, and he had another one that was when he was a little older in high school. But really, the only person he's really truly loved is the woman that he's married to now. That's great. Mm-hmm. And you know, and just a, you know, I'm so thankful that that process was you know that happened in college, and he's like out of my house. I'm like, dude, you just have to, you know, all the all the things we've talked about, and we talk daily about those. Uh, those well, train up a child in the way how, how you should, should go, how you know? should treat a woman. You should never put yourself in a in a, in a rough situation, in a bad situation. Yeah. All those things, um, coaching him up, literally um, how to handle those things. And I'm well, just I mean, thankful I, that he, for the just, most part, I'm sure he did exactly what we've asked him to do. But I mean, well, I mean, you had we'd that, be naive to think you obviously that our had that trust factor yeah. too. I mean, he doesn't just ask for your advice because of the coaching thing. There's that trust thing, and so that's one of the things that I've been trying to instill in the kids is like uh, you can trust your dad. 
you know, I mean, I had I just had a conversation um, with my son the other day. We we're coming back from from Bernie from a hitting lesson that he had uh, with one of your buddies there, and in Bernie, and we were coming back and we were talking about some different things and um, his future. And I said, you know, son, I've never lied to you. I've tried to to build up a trust, and in, in my uh, prayer and the way that the Lord is leading me. Um, you can trust that because I'm relying on God. And it's the same thing whenever you lead your wife. She knows you're leading her because of your relationship with Christ. Y'all just talked to, you know, uh, Joe and uh, Kay Hutchinson and then and then uh, the Shefflers, you know, they were all talking about, uh, the wives were talking about, I can trust my husband because he's connected to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Our kids can see the same thing. They're like, well, I know my dad's prayerful. I know my dad's in the Word because they see it. Mm-hmm. Every decision we make is based upon prayer and, right. you know, big decisions and stuff. Like even moving from Houston where my son loved living and and uh, wife had a job. We loved our church. We knew it was the Holy Spirit saying it was time for you to move on uh, to, a, you know, to, to Mission City. And they knew it was not a, just a, a knee-jerk reaction. It's the same thing with their future. You know, when they see and hear your prayers with them, they, they learn that trust and it becomes a little bit easier as they're getting older. And so I, I would encourage, you know, parents, and even if you're like, well, my kids now are, are, are you know, teenagers, and I've already blown it. No, you haven't. You you still have that opportunity to, 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 to pray with them and allow God to redeem that time and uh, really start building them up in, in, in the Lord and so forth. And so there was a country music artist that sang it a long time ago, uh, sang a song that I really like. It's called I Come From a Long Line of Love. And it talks about a husband always loving his wife, and his and, and he goes, and 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 he he said, I learned that because I watched my father, yeah, love my mom. And I think one of the most important things we can do for our kids is love their mom well. Yeah. And when they see that, that's that's one of the biggest part, parts of parenting, is when we model how we're supposed to treat how we treat our wives, how we love their mom, we value their mom. Then when it's easy to correct them when they're out of if they're uh, crossed with their mother, like you talk, you alluded to another, like don't talk to your mom that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they go, yeah, I never see dad talk to mom that way. Dad respects and loves and cares and protects mom, and you know gives mom kisses, gives mom hugs, you know, opens doors for. You know, waits on her, does things in the home that support her, and when our kids see those things as when we're parenting that way, it just I'm watching Derek do those things. That's awesome. Which is really cool because we you know we went um, uh, early October up to East Texas and uh, we're going back again and and watching him in their home do the things that they do is pretty cool. That's great. I, it's just um, like we, just like we. I would want them to do it, just yeah. like I would want to do for Cheryl. But it was funny. My one of my kids, I don't remember which one, asked me uh, who my best friend was. I'm like, so who's your best friend? Because you know, I'm doing the motorcycle club thing, and there's guys that I'm really close to. Uh, Pastor Matt and I are really close, and and uh, over the years, and mm-hmm. known each other yeah. for a long time yeah. in the ministry and stuff. And so they were like, "Hey, is, so he's your best friend, such and such, your best friend?" I said, "Man, your your mom's my best friend." And they're like, what? And I was like, your mom is the best friend I have. I was like, you know, when, we, she's, when I've gone through difficult times in, in ministry or, or uh, just when my, when my father passed away, different things, um, 
my, my wife was has always been there. She's been my biggest supporter, prays with me and everything. And I was even talking with, with that last night uh, to, a, to a pastor who just is going through a difficult time. I was telling him last night, uh, uh, he you know, was ha- having a rough time at the church that he was at. And I said, you know, I went through a very similar thing. And I said, I'll tell you what was the most incredible thing in that for me was seeing the loyalty of my wife. And he, 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 he kind of looked at me and I, I go, I kn- always knew she was, but when the rubber hit the road and I was really devastated and hurt, man, was she there. And I said, I remember I, was, I would come home and I would pull up in the driveway and I'm kind of sitting and I want to make sure I'm wearing the right mindset, heart set before I go into the house because I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah. And I guess one time I was praying longer than I normally <laughs> do. And she came out to check on me. She came out. She said, I saw you pull in. I knew you were probably praying, but Ma, you've been out here for a while. Is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, I just want to make sure I left you know, that brokenness here. Left it, and, left it you on know, the road. Yeah. I, I didn't want to come in and the kids, because one of the things I didn't want my kids uh, to see is I got hurt by a church and then them reject church. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. I wanted them to see that it was people that made a mistake and that I wanted to be able to forgive them. You know, we're doing this series in Joseph and how amazing Joseph's forgiveness for his brothers mm. and his family is. Yeah. And I wanted to I wanted to display that and demonstrate it. And I couldn't do it in the flesh. And so <laughs> but watching my wife come out to the car and, and demonstrate that that loyalty yeah. uh, mm. to me was an incredible uh, it, it really softened in that blow. And so I think that's one of the things I wanted my kids to see too, is like your best friend should be the person that God has for you. If, if yeah. it's the right person, if it's God's person for you, that's what you'll see. Yeah, and, and you see it the other way around. Cheryl, you talked about it. Cheryl serves me and, and I and I serve her, and they, they just see it back and forth both ways. Man, it's been awesome. I love yeah. talking about my kids. Yeah, I'm not, I'll never not... Love talking about my kids. I know you're the same way. Yeah. Um, I'm thankful for a heavenly father who parents me well. Yeah. Um, well all of this, doing anything well, is because of him. I, I mean, so. I, I think about that all the time. If you're listening to this and you're not a believer, it's so much easier whenever you have Jesus. I mean, it's just so much easier. Put oh, yeah. your faith and trust in him and yes. allow him to, to lead you through that parenting. But thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Getting to watch how your kids are becoming is encouraging to me, and so I appreciate your heart for. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, love, love your family. Yeah. It's exciting, Benny. You're kind of quiet today. Well, you know, I don't have much to contribute in, in this area. <laughs> well, you better be soaking it in because we're going to smack you around if you don't do what we're saying. <laughs> no, honestly, it, it, it really is a, a, a great. Um, I, I love getting to hear these these kind of uh, discussions because. Um, as you mentioned in like preparing your heart for it, um, I love just like listening for what are the things I can begin doing now to prepare mm. myself for being a father. Well, I've always learned from the mistakes other people make, and, mm. and then we get to expound on that wisdom. And yes, that's, that's been good. Our kids definitely learn. Hopefully, they learn from our mistakes. Yeah. But we Amen. we want to prevent those as much as we can. Man, it's been great being with you guys today. Yeah. God bless. Appreciate we'll y'all you. watching. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Mission City Podcast. We hope that you took something from this session and this series on relationships. We've got a special interview session next week, so we hope that you're going to be back for that session. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening on because it really does help us out. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time.